薄いのはほThis is your first time on the podcast. So, can you tell us more about yourself? Yeah. So, hi, I'm one third of Religiously Nerdy. And what Religiously Nerdy is, we are determined to identify spirituality in anime, manga, and pop culture and just find other. Well, we're, we're three Muslim women, three Black Muslim women. So, we try to find other Muslims that are in the nerd culture and try to just bring them up to fruition and also just hang out with other content creators that. Are passionate about pop culture and anime. Yes, and that's how I, I saw that you did that. And then I was like, you're yelling about shoujo, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now we're here. But Wotchkoi is actually a Jose. I should say that off the bat. It's a Jose series. And it's one of them pixiv things. So do demographics even matter? Question mark, question mark, question mark. We're, we're doing it. We're just doing it. We're, just we're doing <laughs> going it. Going for it. <laughs> Um, so this first section, that's probably like 10 to 15 minutes, will be our attempt at a spoiler-free little discussion, really high level, what's the series about, our general feelings about it. And then at some point, I will give a spoiler warning, and then we will ruin the ending and all of that. So if you have not read Watch a Coin, you probably don't want to <laughs> listen past that. But so here we go, spoiler-free section. So Ellie, could you give a quick plot synopsis of what Watch a Coin is about? Yes. So we are following the story of Momose Narumi, who was a diehard Fujoshi, who tries to play it cool at work, but she runs into an old childhood friend, Nifuji Hirotaka, who's an avid gamer that knows about her secret. And you're kind of going along with the hijinks that they go in their relationship and their coworker relationships, Koyanagi and Kabakura. And their, I'm sorry, and now Nifuji's brother's relationship, now Chan and Ko. So you're following three different relationships, but it all comes together in the end. It's very wholesome. Yes, yes. And they're all different levels of otaku and have varying feelings about their own <laughs> otakuness and mm-hmm. otakuness in general. <laughs> yes. So I think I like to start with what our familiarity of, of the series is. I have known of Watakoi for a while because It had an anime, and I obviously could not avoid that. However, I am very sad to admit that this is the first time I am reading it, and I have never watched the anime. Aw. Well, it's okay. Don't feel bad. Okay, I feel bad, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the anime. I saw, like, the opener of the anime, and I was like, oh, it's so cute. Never watched the anime. Completely forgot about it when I was asking at one point on Twitter some shoujo, some jose that I could read, and Wotokoi had popped up. So I was like, okay, I'll read Wotokoi. And the next thing I knew, I owned all of them. (laughs) That's how it works, right? That's exactly how it works. (laughs) And then you became, like, obsessed with it. Yes. As far as I gather. (laughs) Um, So what do you love about the the series so much? 
So I liked the natural flow of the relationship. It didn't really feel forced. They were just doing what they normally do. So like what that goes with all the relationships in the manga, each individual relationship kind of went through their own process of their relationship. No, it wasn't like, I don't even know how to say it. It wasn't like your typical shoujo where everything is dramatic and over, over the top. It was just natural. So like, I think people should read it because, because of that reason, it's like a general love story between each of these characters. And it kind of, I know this is not a shoujo or a jose, but like, it reminds me of like sweat and soap, how it's just so beautifully put together. And it's just, a natural flow of just a relationship blooming and blossoming and just people accepting themselves in the process. I've heard much praise of sweat and soap and I definitely am like, I have to read it. And I know I keep being like, I feel like I'm including like more and more seinens and like other things now. And I'm like, I gotta stick with my shoujos. My joses. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta stick to the meat of it. But yeah, I have to admit, so I did in the end really end up liking the series, but I feel like for the first volume or two, I was like, I'm not on the vibe of the humor. Hmm. And I do think that Narumi and Hirotaka are kind of like the weakest couple. I'm not going to lie. We'll get into that later. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm kind of like, but then like at some point I was like, all right, you know what? Actually I get it now and I like it. And I I get what you're saying. I, I, I compare it to like, fan fiction and I know that obviously it's not fan fiction because it's an original story but like I think the vibe of fan fiction at least that I like to write is usually like what's either like AUs or just like I just want to write cute moments between Mm -hmm. my my favorite couple (laughs) and I feel like that's all Watakoi is is just like daily random funny bits like there's half the time the stories aren't in order like you'll just be jumping around in a timeline uh, there's no point necessarily. Like half of them don't drive the plot forward. Is there a plot? Question mark, question mark, question mark, you know? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I just want to see people being cute. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it, it, it gets there. It gets there. It gets there. Yeah. Some, some people have more of a plot than others, you know? <laughs> yes. Some people do have more of a plot than others. <laughs> Some people have more of a journey than other people. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. So once I finally was like, I don't know, just the first volume, I was like, why do I care? And then I think it's interesting because, I mean, I don't know how much of this is like a spoiler, but the opening stories, you kind of revisit them two or three times later in later volumes from like different perspectives. (laughs) And I think that was kind of interesting narratively, too. I was like, yes. This story that I didn't like at the time, you're making me warm up to it. <laughs> yes. It's like different POVs and you got to appreciate it more. So I got to appreciate it more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know that I'm exactly like any of these otaku. Like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, Koyanagi is so into cosplay. Like, I don't cosplay at all, you know? So I'm not yeah. like, ah, you know? <laughs> but I'm like, all right, I know, yeah, I'm I'm weeb enough to be like, oh no, I'm I'm the filthy weeb, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I understand I'm the filthy weeb. <laughs> I understand too many jokes. I don't like it. <laughs> oh gosh, the filthy weeb. Filthy, filthy weeb. 
Yeah. So I, I, in the end, I'm like, yes, I recommend Watakoi. It's very funny. And we're all otaku. And I mean, my husband is also an otaku. So <laughs> oh, that's nice. So you're just. You're just all just all come in one just one happy family. Yes, yes. So like now I understand. He, he actually I showed him a couple pages of the manga, and I had told him that I wasn't like super into it in the beginning, and he was like, "I think I will like this manga more than you." And I was like, "Probably." Wow. <laughs> Did he read it? He didn't read it yet, but it's it's because he like super lives online like all of his friends are online friends and i'm always like no you Mm. need in-person friends (laughs) Mm. (laughs) the social one the introvert okay i see it i see it yeah so so like he's just like more on their vibe i think and i'm like okay that's fair (laughs) but so if we have piqued your interest at all about watakoi it is available from kadansha comics in the u.s uh, both digitally and physically because uh, honestly I've, i bought it digitally for this and i forgot that i pre-ordered the upcoming box set oh my gosh <laughs> and i only remember because i got a notification that it was delayed and i was like okay <laughs> but so so there's a box set coming soon that you can see oh you're like i gotta buy it <laughs> i already own all of it and i even you're got like, the special there's Barnes and Noble had special edition covers, and they came out with like two other special edition covers. And I bought oh, the first really... one, and I'm like, I can't buy two more copies. Yeah. Okay. This is a real life Watakoi situation happening. Like how <laughs> Narumi and all of them were like, we have to get every edition I ever know. released of everything. This is what they're doing with Watakoi. I know. So I, <laughs> I ordered the box set. We'll see if that ever comes. Pandemic. Who knows? I don't know. And as as mentioned, there is an 11 episode anime that's available on amazon prime i think part of the reason i've never watched it is because i boycott amazon so i don't i don't even know that it exists (laughs) actually and but i did look into the anime because i was curious where it ends and it seems like it ends really early on yeah it looks like it ends really early on if it's only 11 episodes i didn't know it was only on amazon prime either i think that's what i gathered i could be wrong but yeah so i'm pretty sure it's only on amazon prime and from what it looked like Episode 10, like, introduces Ko. And then episode 11 was the one... Which one was it? It was the one where... Oh, Narumi tries to surprise Hirotaka, like, going to his apartment for that for like new year's break or whatever to see if he would be, like, really cute. But then he's just, like, dead from not eating for 48 hours or whatever three days from gaming too hard that's where it ends and i'm like that's so early so early oh my gosh is there gonna be a second season (sighs) we'll get there but the short answer was i didn't see any information like that they were making a second season so yeah so if you've only watched the anime and you're listening to this episode like you can listen and you'll know who everybody is, but the manga goes way beyond that. So far so. beyond. So we're probably going to talk about stuff that you don't understand. But so here's the spoiler warning. Uh, if you haven't read Watakoi or watched it, uh, you might want to pause and come back later or you don't. And cool, whatever. Don't yell at me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's weird that. Well, now I want to know if the anime ends in 11 episodes. Where does the live action end? I have no idea. I couldn't even find a place where we could watch. Yeah, I forgot there's a live action too. I couldn't 
see that that was legally available anywhere in, in English. Yeah, we got a question about it, and that made it seem like is it not is it even like a straight up story from the thing? Who knows? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, so let's get into the the nitty gritty details of this, and we'll start by setting up the characters. AKA this whole episode is just shipping corner because that's what this manga is. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but we'll also talk about how they interact in their in their friend groups as well. So um, we'll start with Narumi. So Narumi, uh, as mentioned, is a, a big old Fujoshi. Like all she does is draw doujinshi, which is just like fan manga. I believe she draws BL. Oh yes, she yes, definitely draws she BL. Definitely fan draws fan. BL. <laughs> so she's just really down this rabbit hole and her so she has many interconnecting conundrums uh like she wants to keep she's very sociable compared to the stereotype of otaku being like really weird antisocial nerds right so she's like has pretty good social skills and she wants to keep the illusion that she's not an otaku. So she doesn't want anybody at work to know. Desperately. 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 She doesn't want anybody she dates to know, <laughs> which seemed that's much harder. I'm like, I don't know about that girl. But yes. like, work boundaries, fine. Like, somebody that you're going to live with for the rest of your life, probably not. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I mean, for spoiler reasons, the in- can I say this? Yeah, you can say it. Okay. We're in the spoiler section now. So, I mean, I kind of feel her when she was kind of initially open about like, hey, yeah, by the way, I'm a diehard Fujoshi. And the guy was like, eh, full stop. We're not doing this. I would be kind of messed up about it, too. Like, I'm not going to talk about it. But especially, like, work. You don't know what people are going to do at work. That's where I work. Yeah. I guess what I was disappointed with in the end about that whole thing was that in the end, nobody like usually when those things come up, the narrative will at least acknowledge like, hey, if they couldn't accept that part of you, then they weren't like for you. Right. Like it's not you. It's just that you don't mesh. And like nobody actually said that in this manga. And I was like, they were just they were like, okay. Everyone was fine with it. Especially at the end, everybody was just like, okay. Yeah, well, so they were all fine with it. Just a way of life. But like Hirotaka and Narumi have that whole big fight at the end. And Hirotaka's never like, well, that guy just didn't understand you, you know? Like, he wasn't worthy of you. He was just like, you know, they just end up fighting about something else. And I was like, okay, I mean, the argument was so easy. It was just laying there, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But fine. The biggest yeah. argument of the end, like the only argument, in fact. Yeah, the only argument, the only real argument. I mean, Koyanagi and Kabakura's whole thing is That's a arguing. Whole that doesn't count. Other... Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. That's we're gonna leave that there. Yeah. So there's one real argument, and I don't know. Narumi, for me, out of the cast of the main six, I was like, "You're the weakest link." Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree because she just, I mean, she wasn't like a horrible character. She 
was a main character for like every single character interacted with her main character. She was the basic main character. She could have had more to her, but I feel like her story was hidden back for the fact that she just wanted to be kept in this little bubble. So she didn't really get to expand outside the fact of, oh yeah, I'm a diehard Fujoshi. And it's like, okay, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) We get it. You really are into B.O. manga. (laughs) And Hiro Taka, but you can't just tell him that. Gosh. Ah. <laughs> Can't tell him that either. Gosh. It was yeah. just so complicated. Because it was like, ah! Like, it, it was, for me, it was like, do you, it, it was, she didn't realize that she liked him until, like, the end. Yeah, she like, realized, two-thirds like, of the way through or so. Yeah, and it was like, oh, boy. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been for the 20 years of your life? But, like, if you read the, like, in-between panels where, like, the mangaka writes, like, little side stories for them. Uh, and I think at one point, I don't know if you've gotten there either. It talk, it says, like, something along the of have Hirotaka, like, dote on Narumi. And she starts cracking up and she's like, no, he would never do that. That's so out of care. Oh, I, I loved that one. And yeah. Was like, don't I dote on her all of the time? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that my whole character? <laughs> you know? It's like, yes, I love this for you. Yeah, I guess I felt like in the end, Narumi just had too much like reservation about everything. Like, it's like, she can't let anybody know she's a Fujoshi. She can't let anybody know she's dating Hirotaka. She doesn't realize that she actually likes Hirotaka until really, really late. And it's like, ugh, girl. Girl. You know, she's she, yeah, she's involved in everybody else's plot and she's like ostensibly the main character. But I'm like, she doesn't go anywhere. And the starting place wasn't great. So. <laughs> ah. <Ugh>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we find out in the very like last interview with the author at the very end of the series, she was, she says Hirotaka was the heroine all along, which I'm like, yes, thank you. Yes. He was. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So Hirotaka is just a gamer, just like that's his whole life. He's just like, I want to game and have Narumi kiss me. Like that's, that's like the two thoughts he has. <laughs> uh, working. He's so big. <laughs> Working is just a means to buying video games and sustaining his gamer life, you know? Like, that's absolutely it. And his friendship with Koyanagi and Kabakura is also just, like, they can come over and play Mario Kart, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're just, like, you can come and play. And I love how the progression of his character... His character did a lot. Like, I was really emotional over here at Taka because he started off just being like, no... I'm only doing solo. I will only do solo. I do not care if you guys play to being like, oh, well, I'm used to it by now. I'll play this character for you guys and I'll play this character if you guys need me to play this character. And it's like, so you can be a support character. You can be like a tank character. You're doing all these other stuff for all these other people when before you just wanted to be solo and left alone. Ah, uh, yeah. I did really end up enjoying him especially when we got more in his perspective at the end, like that the chapter 
where I guess like they're fighting and we're revisiting <laughs> some of the earlier scenes. And he's just like, was it a, is it a glitch in the system mm-hmm. that she's like dating me? And like, he's just like, I said that stuff on a whim and now I'm here and I don't know where to go. And it's just yeah. like an impossible boss. He just, there was just so much to, it's like it was a learning process for him. Plus it was like everything, like now Chen was saying, he was just so happy that everything he wanted was happening but at the same time he had no idea how to even maneuver through it it was like playing a brand new game it's like playing Elden Ring (laughs) yeah yeah I guess I'm trying to like Hirotaka I feel like you know the group splits between like ashamed of their otakuness and like unashamed and Hirotaka just like does not care right like he's just like I'm a gamer. Deal with it. Bye. I want to play Pokemon Go right now. I want to be playing, you know, what it was FGO <laughs> and like Grand Blue Fantasy and all this stuff right now. And all the characters are like, that is a gift and a curse. Mm. And he just he just doesn't know how to deal with the the curse bits yet. But he learns in this manga, and it's nice. I think my favorite part was the little subtle thing that they had made a comment that he had perfect posture. I was like, a gamer with perfect posture. Amazing. He doesn't want to be hunched over when he's old. He's like, I need to protect myself. It was like, this man is sitting fully erect, playing. <laughs> this is beautiful. Just cross cross leg, just playing his games. He's just, he's just a, spe- he's a hot, hot man. You know, like that's, that's his whole thing too. Yes. <laughs> and like. Him and Narumi are cute, but again, they're just like, it just takes so long. It's just like, just say stuff. It's the slowest slow burn you will it's ever so slow. It's so slow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so painfully slow. I'm like, you both have liked each other the whole time. And what did you do in the end? You kissed once? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And like, I don't, in the beginning, there was the thing where she, de- like, in chapter like three, she thought he was gonna sleep with her, and then it was just like, just I kidding, know. we're just gonna play video games. Like... And I was like, we went way back from that, <laughs> like that freaking point. And I'm like, what? she really was like my panties, and I was <laughs> like, girl, get it together. Okay. You didn't even. You were mocking him moments like days ago about even entertaining the fact of going out with you. Now you're like, oh, snap, my panties. What color are they? <laughs> he wants to get in them. I need to know. I need to remember if they're sexy enough. <laughs> it's like, what? And he goes out and buys a pink Wii controller. Like, the man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that part. That was funny, though. <laughs> oh, it was just too. He was just too pure for that moment. Yeah, to and touch she it. Was just, she literally started off on 10 and then gradually went down to one and then was like you know what we can start back up from here again yeah like they went in opposite directions right like i feel like he started out at negative two and then by the end was like wow but i really wish we could like kiss and bone down a little bit you know (laughs) like Like they had plenty of opportunities like the, the the moment she came over for new year's and she told him to go take a bath while she was cooking for him and he was naked I know. And I'm like, what is going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) We're going to forget about that. This is not that kind of show. We never talk about his penis again. (laughs) Right. 
They <laughs> I was like, okay. This is so strange. Pacing is so wacky. Yeah, so they like them together was just way too slow for me. I liked Hirotaka's relationship with um Kabakura as well. But we'll get there. <laughs> yes, we we'll, oh God, we'll get there. Oh gosh, we'll get to Kabakura. <laughs> um so Koyanage. Ko- Koyanagi, gosh. I can say words. Um, so Koyanagi is also team like, yeah, I'm an otaku deal with it, like less aggressively than Hirotaka. Um, but she's really, really into, like less into BL than Narumi, but still into BL and also into cosplay, cosplay. particularly cross-dressing, mm-hmm. <laughs> which annoys Kabakura, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she's very much like the like typical hot girl, and everybody she's loves her. So hot. <laughs> well, she's hotter when she's a man. That's my opinion. Gosh, she's so. There's like one, there's like one drawing like in between pages that I saw of her, and I was like, bro, she's so freaking hot. <laughs> And I about lost my mind. I took a picture of it. And I think I even posted it on Twitter. And I was like, why is she so hot? It was great. <laughs> it's criminal how hot she is. <laughs> and that she ends up with Kabakura. <laughs> Their whole relationship, how it started off, was just so explosive. Yeah. And then, like, it continues to be explosive. It's just an explosion. <laughs> it's an act of... Ex- but it's like... A beautiful explosion. It's fireworks. It's fireworks. It's like, oh, I'm scared, but it's pretty at the same time. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I just have so many thoughts about Kabakura, actually. Like, Koinagi is fun. I don't, like, particularly feel in love with her, you know? Like, I'm not like, Koinagi is my favorite character. Koinagi, I don't even know. It's like between, because she, it's not like they both intentionally argue they don't argue just in general they just mm-hmm. argue with each other <laughs> yeah 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 they're not you argumentative. never see yeah they're not argumentative you never see koyanagi arguing with hirotaka in fact she like flirts sometimes that i think especially when she's junk with hirotaka <laughs> yes oh my goodness that's true that's true well we can talk about that yeah like well we'll talk about it after we get to kabakura like more in depth but yeah like there's definitely some some interesting pairings we could do elsewise yes. in here. <laughs> I like I thought about it the entire time I was reading it. Like, are we really like? How is everyone okay with this? I okay, yeah. I think that's that's again one of the issues that I have. Where I'm like, okay, you started off this manga being like, Narumi and Hirotaka are childhood friends who like understand each other. So from that perspective, it makes sense. But we are told that Narumi and and Kabakura both like kind of mutually like each other. <laughs> but again, Koyanagi and Kabakura are also kind of not like yeah. very tiny childhood. Because Narumi friends, but definitely looked like Kabakura was her type. Like, girl, yeah. this is after you agreed to dating Hirotaka. And she said it to Koyanagi, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> like, you just <laughs> straight to her face. And so I was like, oh, we're going to, like, explore that. But no, we didn't. No, that, there was no was explanation. Explored. No, no, no. We just accepted it and we moved on with our lives. Yeah. And I was like, okay, again, a strange choice. Yeah. 
the more I think about it, I'm just like, I just feel like volume one started off really like hard and seeded so many things that were not followed through with, which I think is for the better. It's, it's rough because I remember, you know, yeah. and I'm like, I, but I had expectations that weren't met by the narrative. And I mean, that, that can be good and that can be bad, but like, it's just weird. Yeah, so Chloe and Aggie's like fun and sexy and like uh, she's definitely team like, well, you don't have to flaunt that you're an otaku, but you don't have to hide it either. It just is like if someone asks her about it. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yes. With confidence. Whereas Narumi is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And if you ask me again, I'll cry. (laughs) If you ask me again, I'll cut you so that you can't (laughs) tell anyone. (laughs) So. Koyunagi and Narumi like are fun friends. Oh, they they disagree about Seme and Uge's yes. as well. They're always like, "No, this was this one should be." Especially between the their boyfriends. Yes. Oh my gosh! Because they all should have tried dating each other. They should have like, just to just a sample. Just it. to know. Just to know. <laughs> just to see a different reality. Like that's all I'm saying. Because we have Kabakura. Yes. Oh, goodness. Kabakura. So Kabakura. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So Kabakura, his whole thing is that he has a scary face, which he does. does Like, I'm like, why does he look so mean all the time? Very purposeful art thing going on there. But like, so Kabakura's whole thing is that he, he just likes anime a lot, but super he's on like narumi's team and like we gotta hide it and be adults about things and like nobody can know i would say he goes to greater lengths you think he goes to greater lengths i would say yes he doesn't even want anyone to see him at the store whereas narumi will be in the store and be like yeah shopping around you'll Mm. you will catch her in public places but kabakura you will not catch this man (laughs) <laughs> you will never find his anime stash. You will never find his anime stash. Like the uh the panel where he sees people from his job, where he sees like yeah, he sees people from his job coming and he's like, "Oh my god, I either have to go out for drinks with them or I have to walk past them and have my bag." And he takes them out for drinks even though he doesn't want to go. Like he yeah. goes great links <laughs> <laughs> to avoid the fact that no, I've never been here. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking. This bag is nothing. It's a Murakami novel or something. (laughs) My brain really went to like, he must have had the bag hidden under his jacket the whole time because there's no way he went through that whole evening. Just. Yeah. There was one panel that showed that he had like put it on the bench, which was lower than the table and like behind his like briefcase and jacket. Yeah. So that they wouldn't see it. Dedication. 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 Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, I definitely, my brain interprets Narumi as being more extreme in this case. But, like, I feel like we just get less, like, Kabakura isn't coming to work with a briefcase full of BL. You know, like, he's just giving himself less opportunities to be found out than Narumi because. Narumi is just out here. See, that's what I'm saying. Kabakura is like. You will not catch me. You will not catch me slipping. Narumi yeah. is like, I have room for error. And you find out, she finds out, she Fs around and she finds out towards the end where she actually drops 
her bag and it stuff comes out. Yeah. And even though she freaks out and because at first it was like a dream and then it actually happened. And when yeah, it happened, yeah. actually happened, that's when I was like, oh God, she's going to lose her mind. She's going to burst. <laughs> she's going to burst into tears. She's actually going to quit her job. Yes. Because that, that had been an April Fool's joke that she did to Hirotaka once. Yeah. Was being like, I was found out, so I'm leaving. And he was like, oh my God, are you for real? <laughs> yeah. Poor she was like, no, it's April her. Fool's. <laughs> the betrayal. Poor Hirotaka. He didn't deserve any of that hardship. Yeah. She's being mean to him. Yeah. All right. I mean, from that perspective, like, yeah, Narumi hangs out with Koyanagi, who, like, puts her in more situations. Whereas, like, Kabakura is like, I'm not going to give in to Koyanagi's crap at work. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bring my Nintendo Switch to play with Hirotaka, you know, like at lunch or something. Like, he just doesn't. Right. He's not going to give himself that opportunity. And yeah, he's kind of, he's definitely the one who has the most, I don't know if he has the most grating personality, but he's definitely like the gruffest, you know? Yeah. He's not he's not a pure heart like all these other, like, he's definitely a Sundere where the emphasis is more on the Sun than the Dere still yeah. by the end. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, interesting character type. Knowing that he was based, I think Fujita said in one of the inter- like or write-ups in the back that he was like based on her dad. And I was like, everything makes so much more sense now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't think I read that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she said she based Kabakura on her dad. And I was like, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Wow. That does make oh. a lot of sense. Just... The gradiness of it all. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's just like, he's just such a man, you know? And I'm like, all right. Such an older man. Though. Okay, well, he is based on an older man, so that makes sense. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. And then he somehow has to interact with Nao, who is Hirotaka's brother, and just, he's a light type. <laughs> he is. He's so... He is so pure. He is the purest character of the... Hold on. Can I say that? Can I I was like, but there's also Ko. There's also (laughs) Ko. This last couple is the most purest couple, but now is light. Light and compass. Like, (laughs) innocent, just wholesome. A non-otaku who just wants everybody to have a good time and have a happy... Yeah, he just just wants to have fun and for everybody else to have fun and feel included and get along. Yes. (laughs) And then he's like, oh, I can play games too. Ko doesn't yell at me like my brother. (laughs) Right, and he even... (laughs) But like his friends, like when... You meet his friends and like you do like the little side by sides of his friends and it's like okay they're both perverts and then you have now and it's like how <laughs> did this happen I get you guys are childhood friends but like where where disconnect <laughs> what yeah. happened for you guys to like all stay together which is beautiful that you guys still stay together but like how did this friendship but how yes. <laughs> Tell us the secret to great friends. His friends end up being good too. They're like, "All right, we see, we see what's happening with yeah. now and Co." They saw and it. He support it. 
nobody was like, Ko is not, everybody mistakes Ko for a man, which when they definitely, when, when that happened initially, the manga actually has this thing where there's like a little line, a joke at the bottom of like most pages, which yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. From a writing perspective, that's just like so hardcore, <laughs> uh, you know? Just a little, little side, little side notes. Little, little side notes, yeah. And so the one for when, you know, we start to realize that like Ko and Nao like each other, it was like, oh, did you, but like now is discovering that Ko is uh, a girl too. And then it's like, oh, did you think a BL plot line was happening here? And I was like, I did think a BL, BL plot line was happening. I did. <laughs> I did. You tricked me. You got me. <laughs> this is not what the story is about. This is not that kind of show. Yeah, I was like, all right, we're not in a BL. We're just in a story about people who like BL. Yes. Sorry, I got confused. My bad. So anyway, the point of that was to be like, Ko is not traditionally feminine or attractive. And I was happy that I don't remember anybody in the manga being like, now you can do so much better, even though I feel like that's like kind of the natural thing that most people would say. Yeah, his friends were very supportive in that. And I think they realized that they liked each other before they realized that they liked each other. And it was just yes. kind of sort of blossoming even before because because they knew that Ko was a girl. Yeah, now yeah, just they didn't do. know. Yeah. So it was probably even more confusing for now to be like, hmm, what is this hmm. emotion that I'm having? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, have to recalibrate. Because even <laughs> at the even at the end, when now and Cole come over to like play games, Kabukura and well, I'm sure we'll get to I'm sure we're gonna talk about their interactions. Cole and Kabukura's interaction, but like when Kabukura oh, sees now yeah. and Ko together. He was like, oh, is this like a BL kind of thing? <laughs> no, he still doesn't know. <laughs> I hated that we didn't. I I wanted to see more of those interactions, but yeah, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, now and Ko weren't really like super integrated into the like the friend group because one, they're younger. Yeah. To the starting place was like Hirotaka is like my brother doesn't like games and he sucks at them and so yeah. forget that guy. <laughs> but like when now was being really vulnerable with Ko, it was, uh it was just so emotional for me because you could it was like you could tell that he was trying really hard and he was trying really hard and he was shaking and he was I know oh. Uh, Look, this baby. was my favorite couple. I was like, this is so pure and I love it so much. <laughs> baby, it's okay. Oh. No, I think I almost cried. Not like really hardcore, but like a little. So I was like, I'm getting teary when now realized that, you know, Ko had made a confession and then like semi chickened out at the end of it. Like when she got dressed up in yeah. a skirt and was like, I really like you, and so I hope we be friends forever or whatever cheesy thing she went with in the end. And I, I was like, oh no! Now, like now, I had that moment where he was like, it must have been so hard for her when she was, you know, so used to being alone, and then she <sighs> confessed to me, and she has like no emotional intelligence, and that must have just been really hard. I was like, yes, now. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> Stop up your children now. I love you so much. Gosh. I know. So I love them is what I'm saying. Yes, they are. They are the couple. They are they the are, they couple. Are the, they are the real couple here. Yeah. I've realized we didn't. So Ko is like a hardcore gamer as well. Like, yeah, has less social skills than Hirotaka. Mm-hmm. So like just real awkward. And now just like finds her. He works at a coffee shop, ca- a coffee shop, like fake Starbucks, basically. And so he sees her sitting alone and is like, you go to my university. Let's be friends. And Ko's like, why are you talking to me? Like, what? What is happening? The stranger Bye. danger alert. Came yeah, stranger off. danger like comes up real hard for Ko. <laughs> so Ko runs away like a bunch of times before that he's like, or she's like, uh, okay, hi, like what's up? I love that she gave him a chance because even she was like, he's a light type. He's a light type. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with these. Yeah, not only did she give him a chance, but yeah, he she gets integrated into his greater friend group. And yeah. it's like, that's actually so hard. Like, yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> and then towards the end, it was so, I thought it was just so nice. They, when they were studying together and she just was looking at him and she's like, where are your friends? And he's like, yeah. don't you want to just spend time together? And I was like, oh, like, my I just want to be with you. How dare you? That was that was both smooth and cute at the same time. Yeah, and I love that co because I would never be this this good with somebody who sucks at video games. Like I'm definitely the type who's like, if you suck at this, like stop, just leave. Because I'm mean. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that co was like, I'm gonna let now win. I'm gonna help him. And I'm like, that's so sweet pure why can't i be that sweet and pure i know she helps him so much in the video games i think this is actually one of the questions yeah i was like we can go into the questions now oh well the last thing i wanted to say was that october 15th is ko's birthday and we're recording on october 15th so happy birthday birthday, (laughs) we love you so much yes okay so we can we can get into this um this question since it segues into it. All right. So at Finalia Cosplay on Twitter asked, what were some of your favorite anime gaming references in the series? Also, which characters would you want as an otaku bestie? So it appears you have an answer related to Ko. So you can go first. (laughs) I do. So it was at the end. It was literally at the end. And I was just going, they did a dead by daylight. I love dead by daylight oh the horror game that yes, yes. But when they played the horror game i love watching people play dead by daylight i am bad at playing dead by daylight but <laughs> they played it and ko was a really good pushy she, she was huntress and at the end even though now was like the last person to survive somehow she let him have the hatch and it's just her character gesturing towards the hatch as like a friendly killer game and i was like yeah that that's the kind so of match pure. we love that's that's what we love to see so i that's that's my answer to that question which character was i want to have as an otaku bestie honestly kabakura really Yes, because it'll be, it's chill because I'll get my little recommendations, but it wouldn't be like too over the top. Because I, right. Ka- I know with Koyanagi, it's probably like 
she would treat me the way she treat, treated a roommate. It's like, hey, will you like to cosplay with me? And they saying, bam, bam, boom, we are in this. We are in this. Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't be able to fully commit to that. And I know with Hirotaka, he probably wouldn't be, he, I don't game as much, so it really wouldn't matter. Yeah, he would just like be like, all right, bye. Like he wouldn't pay attention to you. Right, exactly. And Narumi, I feel like I don't read as much BL. So she would give me BL recommendations and I would just be like, okay. For sure, for sure. I'd probably take them into consideration. I'd probably read a little. It would open my world to some more BL manga and anime. But like, because I mean, he would gradually, I mean, I'm pretty sure Kabakura would gradually get into BL. There was that one chapter where Koyanagi convinced him to read one he was like crap it actually was good <laughs> yeah exactly he if you recommend him a good one he'll probably read it so i'm like okay i, I probably get something from kabakura so yeah kabakura is my answer <laughs> okay interesting unexpected <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my favorite anime gaming reference is that like at one point there's a chapter where it's kind of like in the past explaining Kabakura and Hirotaka is one of their first interactions. So Hirotaka made a mistake because he was out from work the day before. Presumably he was sick or something. And so he made a mistake in his work, which he doesn't normally do, even though he's new. And so Kabakura asks him out to drinks uh, so that he can be like, hey, you know, this mistake could have been avoided if you had just asked somebody for, for help. <laughs> you know, like a, a very, he wasn't like going to yell at him or reprimand him or anything. He's just like, I just want to point this out to you, you know. But Hirotaka starts off with, it's not my fault, uh, which was a reference to Tales of the Abyss and the main character who does something that he 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 should have known was bad, but he did not know. So he does a thing that was very very bad lots of people die and then he proclaims multiple times it's not his fault <laughs> and i recently did play tales of the abyss and my husband and i are very like addicted to tales of games so <laughs> i'm like anything with tales of i'm like yes tell me more tell me more i'm playing tales of arise right now my favorite is tales of zillia don't <laughs> like i just, just go, go down this tales rabbit hole forever in general i actually like it's like i know that these things are a reference and vaguely what they're references to, but a lot of them were to shonen manga. And so I don't necessarily have like firsthand experience with all, like most of the series that were referenced. Like, I don't know. I've never actually watched or read any JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes. Like anything. So JoJo's like, Bizarre Adventure is amazing. <laughs> I know it is, but I'm always reading JoJo. I don't know, man. <laughs> or what I, I'm, I'm like... I'm a sucker for the shonens that are like not actually good and nobody else talks about really like or like I don't know like I was really into Dimension W even though the anime sucked I'm like no that was it was awesome mm. I love this manga I love Bleach for but for none of the reasons that anybody else likes oh, well, what are the reasons <laughs> well I'm just like I have a whole thing I'm trying to write like an original fic where I scrub off that it, the serial numbers that it's like you know originated from bleach in any way mm. but i'm just like kubo writes amazing romances for characters that he does not in the end ship and he is wrong <laughs> he is <just> <laughs> 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 
Rukia and Ichigo forever, you bastard. Thank you so much. People are all on Twitter talking about how they do not go together and how just because they have like... No, they're wrong. Just because they have like, oh, they have some kind of relationship means they go together. And then someone was like, this man literally woke up from a coma almost near death to the sound of Orihime. And I was like, that doesn't mean Jack. No, that doesn't mean any... This man also had Rukia's soul powers injected into him. They are soulmate. This is so literal. I hate soulmate. <laughs> I have feelings. <laughs> feelings. We could get into that all day. We could. I could get into that all day, but yeah. And then, like, I'm currently reading Twin Star Exorcist, which like nobody in the English fandom ever talks about ever and i'm like i love this <laughs> it's so good anyway so like yeah my shonens i don't do the ones that like everybody else is doing and i'm like i don't know i don't know i try and then they always disappoint me like i don't they're gonna they're gonna hurt you in the end okay just yeah that. <laughs> they do they hurt you in the end i do think i would want to be friends with now or co they might be too pure for like i might scare them away but i would hope they would be my friend so wholesome Yes. All right. So stepping stepping back a bit, uh, we've got a question from at Wagsby on Instagram. You know, apologies if I pronounce things wrong. These are all made up words <laughs> or they're not. And I'm just really ignorant. I don't know. <laughs> um, yes, this is one of my favorites. Which character do you identify with the most and why? Mm. Um, I have to say that at Shoujo Sunday, which is another Shoujo podcast. They do anime, though. Um, they've done Main Saba, and I, I know they did a silent voice as well so far on Instagram. Also asked, which character do you identify with, with most in the series? Would you like to go first? No, you go first. You go. First. Oh, me go first. I know this is this is a regrettable answer, but I do actually identify with Kabakura though. <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a smidgen of my pure pure co like. The way that Kapakura doesn't deny his otakuness, but like doesn't want to dive full into the swamp and is just kind of scary and a hard ass is like really what I'm actually like. Um, maybe less less hiding about it than he is. Like I will wear like I have denim jackets that I have pins and like patches on and they're like mostly anime things like. They have Kill a Kill things on them. They have My Hero Academia things on them. I only like Bakugo in My Hero Academia. I'm not at all caught up to go back to the shonen point. <laughs> so, like, whatever. Um, so, you know, I'm not, like, hiding it to the degree that he is, but I'm definitely just, like, I don't bring it up unless it's brought up first <laughs> by right. somebody else, kind of. It's just there. It's just, that's just, you know, like I do a whole podcast and I'm like, most people don't need to know that. So I, I don't say it in most cases. Uh, but I do also relate to Ko and her like sad thought spirals. Like that is definitely how I think about people. Like when we finish this call, I will be like, did Ellie hate me? Does Ellie oh, hate no. me? Like I'll just go into a nice spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like this was horrible yeah and then I'll get over it like two weeks later when I actually listen to the episode I'll be like it was good that's the whole thing though <laughs> oh no 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 yeah they are also the two characters who love shoujo manga so obviously I have to love them and that's yes. 
they have their whole relatability, but also grave misunderstanding over <laughs> the shoujo manga. <laughs> over, <laughs> as far as I can tell, Cardcaptor Sakura clear card. <laughs> yes. Gosh, the special edition copy. <laughs> the one special edition copy left. Gosh. So if I could identify with one character, it would have to be Ko. For the same reason of the spiraling thoughts, because my thoughts are going to be like, do I sound like an idiot? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I just, I just as I'm starting to get into shoujo and kind of understanding the difference between the demographics and whatnot, and I'm trying to get more into shoujo, and I've stumbled down such a dark path because there's so much (laughs) but there's so little at the same time and it's frustrating so i love i love ko because ko is very much in her own little bubble but she's also very fearful of everything and everyone around her which is also me but like once she gets comfortable she's comfortable yeah she's just like oh we're gonna play this uh shooter game like i'm gonna look like a badass (laughs) like let's go yeah so i would definitely say ko for this one Co. Co. I mean, the one true answer to most questions. Yes. It's probably Co. Unless they're negative questions, then it's Kamakura. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So at Drew Softman on Twitter, who is my brother in law, said, What nostalgic anime would you absolutely catch a marathon of and cry about during work? I believe this during work hours. This is a reference to there was one story where narumi ends up crying because her favorite character dies <laughs> and, like she was, she was so excited to watch it but oh yeah was she just watching sailor moon? she was watching sailor moon oh maybe i'm mixing up the stories then there was one where she was excited to read the chapter of a story and her favorite character dies so and yeah. she was mad and then the other one she yeah she was just watching sailor moon and it was like so so good or whatever <laughs> Um, I'm very curious. What, what would you cry if Sailor Moon? Was- I've been watching Sailor Moon. I don't think I would cry over Sailor Moon. I've been inspired by Sailor Moon, but I wouldn't cry over Sailor Moon. If I would watch an anime and cry over it, it would have to be Inuyasha. Oh. And I thought about this for a long time, and I came to this conclusion because it's such a nostalgia trip for me, even if even if it doesn't hold up the tale test of time like it's such a nostalgia trip for me i would watch it all the time with my uncle and like i would go to his house and he would let me stay up on the weekends and we would watch inuyasha and i remember did one he time, like that i need to know yes he did he would be the one to be nice. like yes because i remember one time i was asleep and he woke me up and he was like hey the inuyasha movies are on um adult swim do you want to watch it and i woke up from my slumber so fast and we watched <laughs> all of the Inuyasha movies until like five o'clock in the morning. Nice. Yes. So I'd probably So you had a cool uncle is what you're saying. I have a cool uncle. Yes. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. This was hard for me because I was just like, I don't feel like I would cry over most of my nostalgic anime. Even I really, really, really love Escaflone, but I don't think I would cry watching it. I didn't cry then. I don't think I'd cry now. So I was just like, I mean, I watched Anohana, the flower that we saw that day, like a solid decade ago at this point. I'd I'd probably cry if I saw that again. That's such a sad anime. Or like maybe if you put it on at the right moment of Fruits Basket, like a real 
sad Kyo moment, I'd be like, oh, I am really sad. <laughs> yeah. And thinking about it now, I never finished it because I cried so hard. But if anyone were to play Angel Beats, it's a wrap for me. Oh, it would yeah. be a wrap. I didn't even finish it. I think I got to like four episodes in. You only have four I was like, this is too you much. You were already crying too much. Too much. I think my husband would pick Angel Beats too, probably. That would be that would be a strong contender for him at least. Yeah, no. So at Lum Rama Yasha on Twitter, who is the host of the Manga Mavericks podcast, said, Thoughts on the live action movie. It focused too much on Narumi and Hirotaki. Hirotaka unhappy in their relationship because of insecurities and not a, enough on them having fun together. Portrays their relationship badly. Also didn't like uh, that they turned uh, Hanako and Taro into fake out love foils. Um, so I don't... Did, you didn't watch the live action either, right? No. No. So I admittedly have not w- watched the live action movie, but just from that description, I feel that I don't like it. Especially if they did Hanukkah and Taro, like don't, they are something else, but don't, don't discredit them. Yeah. No, they're totally realistic. That doesn't mean they're healthy or like <laughs> that I want them to necessarily stay together forever, but like. Their, their relationship is valid, you know? Yeah. Their dynamic, I understand their dynamic. Um, so at Otaku Noobs Pod on Instagram said, can't wait for season two. I just love Hana and Bakakura. <laughs> um, obviously, this is another anime uh, podcast. But I have to admit that, yeah, I tried to look into whether there would be a season two of the anime. And I know that it came out a couple of years ago. And since it hasn't come out yet, I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I never say never in this current media environment where all we bank on is nostalgia and reboots. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no. It's not, I don't think that's a confirmed thing that's happening yet. So all soon, no dairy on Twitter, who is Caitlin, who has been on multiple episodes of this podcast, (laughs) um, asked, what did you think of Kavakura's shift in how he treated Hanako toward the end? Did you think it was believable? Also, Narumi Hanako, top tier ship. I mean, yes, Narumi and Hanako is one of those ships that should have been tried, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Their dynamic was just too, I don't even know how to describe it. It it fit perfectly. Like if they were to do something, especially when she, when they cosplayed, it was like, yes, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. Um, yeah, so how did you think about Kabakura's uh, trying to argue less a little bit by the end? <laughs> yes, I was gonna, that's what I was going to bring up. He was trying to argue. He wanted to try and rectify their relationship since all they do is argue, since that's basically their MO is that all they do is argue all the time to try and make up for the fact that he generally does love her. But like, even though it's like you don't really tell unless he's drunk that he like thinks she's pretty unless because other than that he's calling her ugly and calling her a hag like insults going everywhere yeah. and so it's like but when he's drunk it's like oh you're so beautiful i love you so much baby i love you baby don't leave me baby don't leave me yeah whereas when koyonagi is drunk she's like here taka you're kind of hot right. <laughs> like, so what? It's, it's kind of it's giving me confusion but i like you can tell that he genuinely loves her 
even in like the flashbacks or like when he they initially gave the necklace I think I think it chalked up to just him being nervous and not having a clue what he was saying about the necklaces, which is why, you know, they got he proposed in the first place. Well, not the reason why he proposed in the first place, but like the reason they were having a bigger argument about the necklaces in the first place, about how it wasn't a big deal. But like I think I think he was just trying to make light of their situation. And trying to make this whole relationship better by trying to be like, I don't want to go into the next part of our lives with all this negativity. Yeah, I'm also not sure that like that little blip in him being super nice really carried over to when they were married. In the- <laughs> yeah, no, I can't see that happening either. <laughs> but like it was a- because even she was like, something's wrong. <laughs> we're not <Yeah>. arguing. <laughs> something has to either you're gay or you're cheap no but like (laughs) but like she noticed it and it made her feel kind of weird because it kind of was unwarranted i mean yeah i i can see where he was coming from but at the same time don't don't fix it if it ain't broke i thought though from a storytelling perspective the whole thing about losing the necklaces and what it meant to hanako and him being like well i wanted to give you the new matching thing i thought that was actually really cute from a like storytelling perspective but it's like and i could see that yeah like he would be flustered knowing that he wants to propose and like change his attitude like that yeah but yeah i don't know if like him permanently like them slowly and slowly inching closer to compromises more often actually would have a like breaking point like that you know right their relationship didn't really change afterwards either anyway so yeah i mean it's like i still got the sense that they were like crabby when they started living together right and then they they would do it less like they wouldn't do it more at work but then after they got married it was like oh now everybody knows we're together so now i don't have to hide it you're about to catch these hands in the hall like they were yeah, arguing. that more was like I think that you should still not fight at work. That seems like a boundary should be still in place. <laughs> right, but was it? I don't think there was. No, I don't. I think they were just like we're going off the rails now. <laughs> Let's go. Like all right. So at Frumpy Chai on Twitter just asked, "How do you feel about the ending generally?" <sighs> How do I feel about the ending? It ended. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I wish I got more Cohen now. Ooh, I mean, always. I mean, the manga should have been about Cohen now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that we would have got to see. I don't know. I like. I guess where it ended with Hirataka and Narumi, it ended where it needed to end. We don't need to see any more what goes on past them because it's going to be. I feel like it would have just been the same. Of just yeah, slow that's burn. what's frustrating. I feel like I was so confused because the last volume has a s- story about Narumi making Hirotaka go to the dentist. And I was like, what? Why is this happening? Like two chapters from the end. Like, it's just I don't their their relationship is so nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like she was so integrated in his life that at that point she should have been like, we should like this 
should have happened a long time ago. I feel like the way she was just like self-insert, like he showed interest in pain. She was like, I already got you an appointment, babe. Let's go. Like, okay. And like, he went like she, he was already, he was already head over heels. That, that goes without saying, but like, she was just so oblivious to how invested she was to him that it took all of this and a whole superficial argument. I'm sorry. I think it was a superficial argument <laughs> <laughs> to okay. get you to be like, okay, I'm in love with you. Let's have this relationship. And then smooches on a bat on your banister. Yeah. To me, like the ending of the relationship was weak sauce, but like most of the relationship was weak sauce. So yeah, it makes sense, I guess. <laughs> Um, I think now and Co ended like in a logical place. Mm-hmm. I think their progression was nice. Uh, I think Kabakura and uh, Hanako also ended in a logical Wonderful. place with a no. baby on the way. Yeah, they have a baby coming. It's a baby. I was like, but wait a minute. Were y'all trying to have a baby or is like Kabakura just, is he dense or did he not know? Was that like, surprise, we're having a baby. I truly don't think he knew. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't think they were not trying at all. Not how I would all. recommend going about that, but okay. <laughs> he was excited though. He was. I mean, they're fine. They'll be good. They'll be <laughs> Yeah. So like in the end, it was kind of like, because... Narumi and Hirotaka were kind of always weak as the main couple. And the whole manga is kind of just a lot of silly day-to-day like stories. I was like, eh, the ending's never gonna yeah. feel like grandiose and like complete, you know? Like yeah. it's just gonna be like, well, we could just keep doing this forever. It's like <laughs> it's like trying to end a slice of life. Like Yeah. You're not going to get something amazing. Something, something amazing, I guess. You're not going to get something like that. You're just going to get yeah. something small. So it gave what it should have gave, I think. I think I could have done without the like epic frivolity of a dentist episode for me, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess just wanted to talk quickly through like some overarching themes like what the manga thinks or doesn't or this presents as like what constitutes adulthood and or normalcy. And I think I brought up this chapter earlier in this episode because it's the one where Kabakura tries the BL in the end and is like, oh, crap, it was good. Yeah. But the but the chapter that had the most like uh, hit me as, you know, an adult fan of things that are meant for children or perceived as being meant for children at least was like Koyanagi and Kabakura in that chapter were having like Kabakura's being kind of mean and being like why do you like BL so much it's garbage and like blah 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 and Koyanagi's like well what if I just said Yuri's garbage how would that make you feel <laughs> and like yeah. all these things and they just go on and on and then eventually Koyanagi is like you know, when you have strong opinions about everything, it's really hard to have a conversation with you because, like, he has he has opinions about things that he doesn't really care about, right, or know anything about in any way. 
And so she's just like, you know, you you have such strong opinions that you don't use the word like lightly, do you? Like you're always being serious to the point of being absurd. And I was like, stop talking to me, Koyanagi. (laughs) I don't want to be called out this hard. (laughs) Like, you know, because I'm definitely... I actually try very hard not to have opinions about things that I don't know anything yeah. about. Like, uh, people always are retweeting things about things that they're like, oh, well, this gives me reason of why I shouldn't watch this because look at all these people who say it's bad. And I'm like, I don't care, you know? Yeah. If I didn't watch it and form my own opinion, I just like don't care. But, like, I have a lot of really strong principles that people, like, I don't use Amazon and people think that's so weird because you can get everything in a day, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Like, at first, like, for an example for me would be, like, when with the whole bleach thing that, okay, with bleach that just came out. So Mm -hmm. at first I was like, yes, yes, bleach, 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 I want to watch it. And then I kind of gradually got to the point where I was like, Am I hyping it up because it's coming back? Because I can't remember Bleach. <laughs> yeah, right. So then I had to dial it back and be like, no, 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 no. no, no I can no, be no. excited for it, but be like, I'll watch it when I do my rewatch. Because right now I have no actual say for what I'm like. I, I cannot contribute to the conversation. And it doesn't hurt to say, you know, I have no, I don't know. Or I have no idea what to contribute to this part of the conversation. And the flip side of it is that, like, the thing about, like, you don't use the word like easily. Like, I definitely feel like I do that. And it's, like, would I consider myself an otaku? Like, clearly I have this whole podcast about shoujo. And I'm, like, yeah, I read a lot of manga. But, like, I play games. But I don't feel like my whole life, (laughs) you know, is, like, anime. So I'm, like, I don't know that I would say I'm an otaku. But then, like, I feel like this goes both ways. Like, otaku are, like, obsessed with everything. But then I feel like I get mad at you know quote-unquote normies who are like well i love this thing so much and i'm like you love spider-man because you watched the movies like <laughs> like what, <laughs> there's no level of dedication here you know yeah <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> it yeah. goes both ways for me it does go both ways and in the end kids there's no normal just don't search for it what's being an adult working Working. And paying taxes. And then crying in your spare time. Yeah, yeah. And then being sad that you will never have enough money for all the things you want and perhaps need. So Yeah, that part. It's it's very sad. It's very sad. (laughs) I feel like... (laughs) Sorry. Adulthood is so fun. I'm having so much fun being adult. No, I'm not. I feel like the manga also touches on like gender and otaku again in this episode it's like kind of blatant where it's like well men always think they're right for liking cute little girls and they think yuri is fine and magical girls are fine but then if you get into bl like you're gross you're gross and then koyanagi argues with him and he she's like bl and chojo manga are basically the same and then he reads it and of course again is like oh it's oh, really yeah. good and i'm mm-hmm. like yeah they did start off being basically the same though like the history of that is like very clearly rooted in shoujo manga where now it's diverged right but like yeah decades ago they were the same and i'm like yes yes (laughs) i do wonder like i guess i'm kind of glad that you know 
the gender didn't split up like Koyanagi and Hirotaka are both ones who are like, we're fine with people knowing that we're otaku. We don't try to hide it. Right. And then you, so we get like an even gender dis- distribution between the ones who are like, we must hide it at all costs. And, and the ones the who are ones like, eh. are kind of shied away from it. Yeah. Like it's fine. And I feel like they have the same level of social competency. Although obviously like, yeah, Kabakura is allowed to be like meaner and get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think like if someone were to catch Kabakura, like from work, if someone were to catch Kabakura, I feel like his reaction would be far more angrier than, yeah. but he would get away with it. Whereas Narumi, if she would have burst into tears, she would have been probably looked at like, Oh, why are you having emotions? Right. Why are you <laughs> having a mental breakdown right now? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, ugh. I could see these things happening, but the manga doesn't like go hardcore into that. So like, uh, I'll give it a pass on this. I did think it was interesting in the final interview, like the author and, and the interviewer were discussing that they're like, this feels like a realistic otaku scenario but then they were like no it's more like a very idealized otaku scenario and i'm like yes yeah (laughs) there it is i personally would have no idea how any relationship would work real ideal or fantasy wise (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) like for for like an ideal otaku what i'm envisioning is like okay you both like similar things like i mean for this case narumi let's say narumi and kabakura were an item they actually got together i feel like that would be an ideal otaku scenario Mm -hmm. i'm just like yeah we gotta talk about uh kabakura narumi the possibility of kabakura narumi and because he thought he saw, called her cute like seven times. Oh, he was definitely just like she's so cute and I love her. Like what? This man was married in the room, same room with his wife. Like wow, she's so cute. When they were like doing COVID virtual hangouts. Oh yeah, I did really like that chapter. I was like, oh, this is fun to see it portrayed as like their four screens consistently. I was like, this is cute. I'm, like I haven't read any recent enough manga aside from this where like covid becomes a plot point but yeah no like kabakura and narumi it's kind of one of those things where it's like would they be too similar though like does it not work i don't you need some points of opposition so that you can grow is kind of how i've right come to think about romance a little bit <laughs> i don't know how romance works i don't know <laughs> <laughs> When You're I, like, no romantic advice from me. <laughs> no romantic advice from me. I am not the one. I live my life vicariously through shoujo. So yes. I can't, I can't even give you, it's probably going to be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was living my life vicariously through shoujo. And then I was like, but why can't I just do this? So then I did it. Look at you. But then I also traditionally growing up love like really sad dark literature 
like still like love story literature. So like I really liked Nicholas Sparks. Oh yeah. Growing up and stuff like that. And now I'm like, oh, but I feel like I was still stuck in the Nicholas Sparks novel. Like, like wow. all these health problems I've been having. I'm like, no, stop. Stop. <laughs> no. Get me out of here. Get out of the Nicholas Sparks novel. Be safe. <laughs> I just wanted to be in a cute shoujo manga. Why did you do this to me? Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? But yeah, I'm thinking, I'm like trying to think about Koyanagi. And Hirotaka. I don't feel like I feel like Koyanagi and Hirotaka don't work. Here, but they don't Narumi, I don't think they work. Yeah, but Narumi and Kabakura could they stand work. a chance. They could yeah. work. Gosh. Koyanagi would be too much for Hirotaka. It's too much for Hirotaka, yeah. Like she's too too like not light type, you know? It's yeah. too witchy. Yeah. I I yeah. I don't not even... enough into games. <laughs> I feel like Hirotaka needs somebody that's like, will at least be quiet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sit there quietly with him. <laughs> I don't think she would be able. I mean, I've, I feel like she would be able to do that, but I don't think she'd be able to do that. If that makes sense. Right. She wouldn't be able to continuously do it. Yeah. I think she would also actually be able to be bully Hirotaka into doing cosplay more yeah but he would get that would annoy him more so he would just like bounce damn that's so sad (laughs) so sad oh all right well i think that's like wotkoi i mean obviously there are 50 million tiny references that we could talk about but that's not the kind of podcast this is (laughs) so (laughs) do you have any final thoughts that you want to say about wotkoi ellie if you haven't read it, give it a try. It's so cute. It's only six volumes. So it's, I think it's a light read. So just give it a try. It is a light read. I would say those, yeah, the six volumes are largely omnibus volumes, but then they're shorter than regular omnibus volumes. So like, it's actually 11 volumes, but I say that it's actually eight. I cut it, I cut it down the middle. <laughs> like, it's only eight volumes. Only eight. All right. Well, so I think that that is Walt Koi. We have done it. Um, so thanks for listening to Shoujo and Tell. Comments, questions, constructive criticism, concerns, need to gush about your OTP? Email shoujoandtell at gmail.com or leave a comment on the episode's YouTube page. We're at Shoujo and Tell on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Ellie, where can people find you and your work on the internet? People can find me, Ellie, at... The Muslim Blurred on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me at Religiously Nerdy on Instagram and at Three Muslim Nerds on Twitter. Yes. So are you excited every time you see a new episode from us? If so, please consider leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will help the show reach more hearts or at least ears. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time for something. I always come back, don't I? Just you wait. I want to ask some more new people that haven't been on the podcast before to come on. So prioritizing people over series, okay? So just wait until then. Bye. Bye.